0: Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP. Ah.
1: Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Uncritical.
0: Question me, Rose. Run for your life. Stupid facts, honey. Fatality. I'm Batman.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us for Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP. On today's podcast, we speak to South African-born comedian, Ursula Carlson, a regular on television screens across Australia and her adopted home of New Zealand. With appearances on Have You Been Paying Attention, Seven Days, Super City, and Road Madness, Ursula has become a much sought after act on the international stage, both as a stand-up comedian and as an MC. Ursula was recently holidaying in South Africa and was incredibly gracious enough to take some time to sit with me after performing at the Goliath Comedy Club in Johannesburg where she shared her comedy origin story, her love of watches and discussed the state of coffee across the Sanzar nations. We pass this over to The Diva for her rating. Franku, what did The Diva have to say? The Diva has enjoyed this podcast and rates it It had worked nicely with vinegar. Thank you kindly to both Franku and The Diva for that rating, but for now, without any further ado, please join me, Les Allen, as we release The Geek with Ursula Carlson. And
0: now, we're releasing The Geek. (laughs) What is your profession? So much life? Uh, Hello, Mike. What's... a dead joke. I, is it
1: that is a dad joke. Yeah. I, I, how do you know when a joke becomes a dad joke? Because you laughed at it. When it becomes apparent.
0: Oh look at that double no, that was terrible. double dad. No, that dad no. that, that, that joke wore double denim and jandals. <laughs> <laughs> no thongs. What do you flip Thong. flop Pluckies. Hey. Flip flops, Pluckies I know now for that that's called language. Yep. Yep. Yeah. multilingual.
1: My the biggest the biggest word struggle yeah. that I had here when I first came over. And they took me to a pub and they're all introducing one another. And i he's a, this is Farnie, he's a clutch plate, and this is so and so. Yeah. And then when someone I... turned around and he said, he's a rock spider. Oh. What? He's a rock spider, yeah. And I don't know if you know what rock spider means in the slang in Oz.
0: Yeah. Pedophile. No, oh, oh shit, no, I did yeah. not know that. So in Oz, oh. you call
1: somebody a rock spider, yeah. they are, it means pedophile. Oh, wow. And I'm sorry, you've he wasn't openly one. called him that? Yeah. Yeah, no, but I am a rock spider. Yeah. And it took me yeah, it took a couple yeah. of minutes for the explanation to go through. Yeah. But now it's. Now you're yeah, okay. All we, right. we seem to be okay. Cool.
0: Now you lead the rock spiders near your kids. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs>
1: Thank you so much for, for taking time.
0: No worries. Uh, if
1: we, We've kind of agreed on the idea that if a geek is somebody who is terribly interested in. A topic. Yeah. Could be anything at all, could be comics, could be whatever. What do you geek out about?
0: Okay, um, initially when you asked me when you said this is what we're gonna talk about, I freaked out, right? Like I I thought I have no I have no interests, (laughs) I have nothing other than waking up in the morning and getting through the day. But then I said, No wait, peel it back. (laughs) I like now I love watches, I've got I'm a big and coffee. That's okay. my thing, like I've already, we just ordered coffee, yeah. as soon as I put it down, I know they've burnt the milk, it is way too hot, it's about 10 degrees too hot, um, and the cup is not the right size, but, you know, I'm not going to bitch about that, but I, like I love, I even roast my own coffee beans at home. Are you a coffee snob? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Oh, yeah, I'm proud of it. The coffee okay. in South Africa is shit. Yep. I thought, when I came over, they said, oh no, these are." oh that guy's got the cooler shoes on. They said... <laughs> <laughs> they said that the coffee culture in South Africa is caught up with Australia and New Zealand, but it uh, hasn't. It is not. It's not even close. Yeah, okay. No. No. Heating up the milk and chucking it into the instant coffee is not yes. coffee culture. No, it is not. No. Damn. Um, okay. So but watches. Watches. I love watches. I, I've got. I would say about one hundred and twenty watches. You know, not just we're wrist big, watches. Stuff. Um. I don't know. I think maybe growing up poor and I never had a watch and then I got a watch for work and then it's sort of just every time I see a nice watch I get it. and Now, doing comedy, mm-hmm. I find having a watch with a big, round, white face yeah. where you could easily see the... Because I don't like when you see a, watch a comic and they check. keep checking, but if I if I just put my hand on the mic stand and I can just look over like I'm looking Casual at the one. audience and then see it from a distance, you know, because yeah. I've got middle-aged eyes, but if I can see it at a yeah. distance, I'm like, okay, clock that. So, I've got quite a few watches with just a brown leather strap. Yeah, big um, really nice and a big white big face was yeah so I've got a few of those from different mm-hmm. you know t- everything from Timex to Fossil
1: okay.
0: um, but now I'm kind of hooked on the Apple watch
1: yeah.
0: because it vibrates on your wrist and no one knows it yeah so you can set a timer yes and you can re- oh
1: that's how you're checking your set.
0: yeah okay. so it, it vibrates on yeah. my wrist but wait there's more <laughs> on it you've got all the apps yeah you would get on your phone Mm-hmm. and I've got the record them function. function yeah. and you can record your whole set and, and it's with out. you on yeah. stage and it's really, see and then um, you can just record it and it, it's cool. with you and it's very clear yeah. it's not like leaving your phone side of stage and you hear this muffled shit and yeah. half the comics in the green room talking about other stuff right. that can never be repeated in general public yeah. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so, so that's a pretty good function we interviewed
1: uh, I don't know you know John Yeah. yep um, first words out of John's mouth when we said so what do you geek out about I was expecting him to wow. say comedy yeah first words out of his mouth are art and technology yeah and it ended up steering into areas where we we're thinking well when, when's it going to get to the stage where a comic might even have certain enhancements where you can check the pulse levels of everybody in the room to know when to deliver the line yeah when they sort of when
0: they're ready when they're ripe
1: yeah that you know how to build them up and you can start measuring. Yeah, okay, is everybody. That that's an art that comics need to develop over time. But, so but, is that cheating?
0: No. Look, is it? No. It's like a doctor yeah. knowing exactly your temperature and what to administer what way, right? That's a fair point. And I mean, com- comedians are doctors because what is the best um, medicine, mm-hmm. you know? Laughter. Yep. so we are doctors mm-hmm. so for us to know these things it's just us prepping making right. sure everything right. but I'm, no, I'm just going to pull the pin on your theory with yeah. pulse right sure. wouldn't it be easier to develop glasses where you can see their, their temperature right yeah. because studies have shown yeah. that when people laugh they emit the same energy and pollutants okay. than cows and we know cows are the number one polluter right so because laughter is a lot of you know so if you can look at their and and see their temperature and how much of that stuff they emit you go this one's laughing their tits off. They're ready. They rope. They laugh a lot. Then you can see the ones that's not laughing, yeah. um, and you can just, just stare start picking at, on them. Yes, yeah. yeah, stare at them. Yeah, <laughs> And just focus and die yeah. on your ass so you can just stare at them.
1: Are you yeah. saying that the funniest buggers in the world are the biggest causes of pollutants? Yeah.
0: yeah? Look, and I want to apologise. Uh, <laughs> 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 You're responsible for part of the shit that's going on. You know all, that, all right? that ozone hole in Dunedin. Yeah. Yeah. Is that you? yeah like all I'm not. Okay, exactly. maybe not all. Okay, now. No, yeah, yeah, maybe it's more the deodorant that I use, but but like. <laughs> when you, you were born, you were born in SA. Yeah. When in did Joburg. you go across to When did you go across to
1: NZ? 2006. Okay.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. then started doing comedy in 2008.
1: What What was your background before that? Was comedy always something that you wanted? You? No, never. I,
0: oh. I only, you know what I was saying to Casper de Fruce today because yeah. I did his thing. Uh, the only person I'd ever seen I saw him but then afterwards I saw Nathaniel too yeah. at a concert in I think Monte Cassino or somewhere yeah. um, he's yeah. doing his
1: uh, anniversary tour, like 30 years or something. Holy moment.
0: shit! Yeah. But those are the only comedy that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I used to work for Caxton Newspapers, we don't work here. Oh wow, yeah. And then I moved over and I uh, worked in advertising. Mm-hmm. And I worked for Ogilvy and yeah. for YR in okay. uh, Auckland. And then, um, yeah, so I just kind of stumbled into comedy sure. accidentally. Through work people. Okay. Who kept pushing, pushing, go, you should go do it, you should go do it.
1: You are a funny bugger, go do it.
0: Yeah, and they booked it in. I didn't... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So it just kind of happened. And what uh, So a couple of open mics, got a feel for it? No, not even. I, I, I left Ogilvy to go over to y and yeah. and they go, you should go do comedy, and I went, no. And then they made up this fake contract to say, I that I would go do stand up oh, comedy shit. on this night, this is yeah. Friday on the Monday, this open mic, that I would go and do it. Um, and then this, you know, with a whole list of who's gonna be the MC, like the lineup. but they just pulled names off the internet, the actual people weren't there. Um, and then <laughs> but they had already booked it in. They booked it really? in and they booked seats for 70 of them. So then because I'd only been there for a couple of years I didn't want to look like a dick, you mm. know when you are sort of new country, you just yeah. want to fit in. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll go do it. I signed the contract, we had a few beers, and then on Monday, I went to the club, they were all there. I did five minutes, it was on St. Patrick's Day, 2008, and uh, I had had prepared five minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, like written just stuff down that I thought would be funny. And then I went out, and people were sitting there, and I was like, uh, all dressed in green, and I just sort of started telling jokes, and then uh, people were laughing. I was very scared, it was the scariest thing I've ever done. Then I left, uh, went off stage, went to the front bar. I was like, I have ticked comedy off, I never have to do it again. Yeah, and like then, was done. Yeah. yeah, done right. You've checked yeah. it like so. Then I get a call the next day from the owner of the club, and he yeah. goes, Congratulations, you're through to the next round. <laughs> and I went, What? <laughs> and he goes, um, You're through to the next was round, that a the competition, the semi finals for Raw Quest, you know, when they. When they oh, do you're the kidding, yeah. no, I, I, we didn't know he had entered me on the day that they were doing this, and they had like four days, and I was just sort of the last in the cutoff. And I went, "Oh mate, I'm not interested in comedy." I go, "I just did it as a work thing," and he goes, "You are very funny. Everyone was laughing." I go, "I don't know how to tell you this. Everyone was laughing because I knew seventy people in your audience." <laughs> and he goes, "I was laughing. I don't know you." I go, "Oh yeah." Huh. He goes, "Why don't you come back? Use yeah. this opportunity." Come back. Don't tell anyone, and just come do it again. Yeah. and I don't believe in missing opportunities. Like yeah. I, I feel everything that comes up, you have to do it. Give it a shot. Yeah, because you don't want to regret it later. Yeah. You see. So, and, all right, I'll come back. I didn't tell anyone. I went back. I did it again the second night, and then it just, it just, you know, worked. And then I was, because I, I saw you had to ride new five minutes every yeah. time you go. And uh oh, I, oh, no. But I did that for the first six times I went. I new five minutes. You I came up this with 30 with... minutes of material yeah. in this... Yeah, so with, <laughs> within, within two months, I had like 40 minutes, you know, and people would book me for bigger gigs. Cause so it's I, time for your special. Yeah, basically, let's uh, get a camera crew in this shit. Um. I mean, not all of it gold. Let's not kid around. i <laughs> so maybe a solid 10. Right. Um, but, you know, so what well, I was hooked by the second sure. time and then I won uh, New Zealand's best newcomer yep. in that year and uh, yeah then mm. a year after that this comedy just sort of started taking over mm. my boss said to me you have to choose it's either comedy or advertising because I took oh, really? so much leave that yeah. I was like 20 days in the red like if I had resigned I would have to pay hey. them <laughs> oh shit and he goes well you have to choose he goes oh, I'll offer you a package I'll make you redundant mm. how nice is that and I went I'll take the package I'll leave and then I got a bit of a payout that kept yeah. me going for a couple of months and yeah. yeah then once people knew that I was sort of available to book it yeah. just went off and yeah really? and nice. now we're in South Africa and Joburg doing this podcast. Well
1: you've just come from oh well that that you make that sound like a real highlight and I appreciate <laughs> that you went so you were with Casper this morning so I'm in rarefied company I think um you were in uh you but you just got back from the French
0: I did, yeah, I did Edinburgh Fringe yeah. for the whole run, mm-hmm. and then I did um, South Theatre, yeah. Wissing, and then, um, yeah, I did before that I did Montreal just for laughs, and um, yeah, How, now I'm here. Were you, were you always interested in comedy? I mean, you were. Naturally funny that the yeah. people were wanting to put you forward. Look, if I if I had to choose, you know, when you go to the video shop, yeah. you know, you get the five for a week. That's yeah. my that's my demographic, right? Five, yeah. five beta max discs for the yes. week. I would always choose comedy. Okay. You know, comedy or romantic comedy, but always comedy. just yeah. yeah. And so I guess in a way, yeah, I've always mm-hmm. been interested in comedy. And now that I'm in the industry, I'm yeah. like, there's so many amazing comics, even on this lineup tonight yeah. at the Goliath It's like holy shit! Mm-hmm. It's just you know mind-blowing. Yeah. There's amazing talent out there. So and I really enjoy it. I still watch stand-up. You know, yeah. I'm not dead to it yet. Sure. Um, and what am I nine years in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I love it. It's the best cool. job in the world. I was gonna
1: say because I'm uh, doing doing my due diligence and yeah. research. I, I'm a big fan of have you been paying attention yeah and then watching seven days
0: have you been paying attention as a TV show I I just feel we should say that okay because sometimes when I'm at gigs in in different countries no I I start like say in Edinburgh or in London somebody Mm -hmm. just yells out have you been paying attention and the room just goes really quiet and nobody knows what's and they go, oh, that is the weirdest heckle they've ever... <laughs> and I go... Then I have to go, they're not being weird. It's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, so
1: for those listening, uh, have you been paying attention? It's been on for about seven seasons in Oz. It's five comedians commenting on the previous week and generally giving Tommy a shit. Ooh, well, that's Sam's job. Yes. Yeah. Sam Pang. Yeah. Yep, so well done. Um, watching that... And then watching Seven Days. Yeah. And watching a bunch of comedians who know why they're there and losing... I don't think there's anything funnier than comedians genuinely losing their shit. Yeah. And seeing some of the stuff that you do, especially on Seven Days, you guys just break apart all the time. It must just be so much fun.
0: It is. It's a a hell of a fun show. And I think what makes it good, like, you see a lot of TV shows Mm -hmm. and, you know, and you sort of wonder what the dynamic is. But on Seven Days we really are friends, like, Mm -hmm. all the, we hang out, our kids are sort of the same age, and, you know, and we just, we get on really well, Mm -hmm. I play golf with half Mm -hmm. of them, you know, and the other half we go to cricket together, so it's like, there's just a really nice dynamic, Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, like, events, everything from birthdays, you know, we go to each other's boys' birthdays, and, you know, and even... Like, like Bruce Springsteen concert yeah. when you go alone because Seven Days is such a monster show it's yeah. like the number one rating show in New Zealand so you go anywhere people just lose their minds yeah. so we go together uh-huh. and then we're sort of this unit at the Bruce <laughs> Springsteen and people are like they go that looks like oh Christ that's all of them <laughs> and then it's
1: that's great going uh, jumping across the Tasman like you're
0: yeah. you're, you're Semi-regular on, have you been paying attention? Yeah. Um, are you you're based in Dunedin? Based, where are you no, based No, I'm on? in Auckland. In I'm a... based in Auckland, right. but honestly, I spend about six months on and off in Australia. Okay. Just because about every second or third Sunday I'll fly over, I'll do, yeah. have you been paying attention. And then when I'm there, I'll try to either do Sam's radio show yeah. or, you know, just because I'm, like, I'm there, yeah. or I do meetings and stuff, you sure. know, because I'm, uh, and my management is based in Australia. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like... Then I'll have a few ketchups and gotcha. you know because I'm there so much I've got a circle of friends sure. now and it just yeah so it's, it's like it's second half life. It is a very tough one. Yeah, where yeah. our hearts our
1: hearts beat. And for the you.
0: coffee is really good in Melbourne, <laughs> but they do have they do have turmeric lattes, which, which does Smoked my head in. Turmeric latte. Yeah, know. And wait, there's more. Oh. They now do the turmeric latte, but in a half a ever. Not not. I thought that was bullshit. No. Was that, that's legit? Yeah, they've tried that. Yeah.
1: And, is it, and you've tried
0: this? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? i got to know you, Liz, but I want to hit you. I want to hit yeah, you. <laughs> you know, that's fair enough. It's, it's
1: only been 20 minutes. That's fair enough. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was a G up. I thought that somebody... actually. No, I think... And I actually have to apologise. This is a... We got some listeners in... Mostly in South Africa, some in the US. I think the only one we got in is is Mum.
0: Yeah. Hi, Mum. Yeah, hi, Mum. Sorry so, about
1: saying fucking. I won't hit him. <laughs> when you're... Um, Occasionally when I'm dealing with somebody from Australia then the Australian slang all comes out yeah. And I thought it was a G up. So yeah, that's a, it's, it's, it's a joke. It's having a yeah. laugh. So yeah. sometimes I need to do the translations. Yeah. For
0: no, no, I, I think what happened was, it was, you know, it's like one of those things where someone makes a joke yeah. and then um, all the other cafes go, we better do that. Get Abba, no. get Abba. Yeah. I saw her on
1: Instagram. Yeah, it it's must, a thing. It, it is a thing. thing.
0: Yeah. Gosh. But oh, it's just out of control. It's like, yeah. they do more than that. There's mm. like different, there's chili coffee. There's all these different flavors. I'm like, don't fuck with it. Coffee is already a perfect product. It's like when you see perfect boobs, you don't try and fix it. You just—it's perfect. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, that question of are they real? Well, if I can touch them, if I can touch them, they're real. Yeah, Yeah. they're here on this planet. Just enjoy it. Yeah, Yeah. and the same with coffee. Just soak it up. You know,
1: with with your um, with your passion for watches now. I'm guessing that you, you get to go around the world you're doing Edinburgh, you're doing Soho so you're going around the world so you've got a measure of success mm. what was the first what was that first stupid thing you bought? you know, you got a bit of money now Yeah. you may have worked in advertising and you had some fun stuff but now it's, alright I'm going to buy something incredibly stupid what oh. was it?
0: I don't know if it was stupid I,
1: um. what was that thing you said oh, I shouldn't have done that
0: Oh, there's heaps of guys <laughs> Jesus! Oh my, I be, my treadmill. <laughs> How much laundry is on the treadmill? Right? Oh no, no, I folded that bitch up. It's in the garage. <laughs> I don't even want to see it in the room anymore. <laughs> oh, there's heaps of shit that I uh, that I regret buying, yeah. like everything from the treadmill to the mm-hmm. um. I I bought some. Re- I bought a really bad motorbike, a uh, scooter, oh, yeah. just but I, like Vespa, instead of thing. yeah, but instead of going for the Vespa. That's good quality. I got a Motofino, which started rusting after two months, and I literally. But (laughs) you know what? Sometimes the comedy gods look at the rest of your life and go, "All right, God, we'll help you out." And someone stole it, so it's the best thing (laughs) that has ever happened to me. I was like, "Thank you," because I wouldn't be. Yeah, I would not be able to give that thing away, and then obviously some kids took Mm. it. And uh, yeah, so I was very happy about it. Well, that. it helps when you leave it out in the yard for. Yeah, with well, a key. <laughs> <after>. <laughs> I was actually trying to my wife's motorbike. She's got a real one. And then she goes, <laughs> she, she tells me, I go, oh, I'm going on the bike today. She goes, the scooter. You're going on the scooter. Okay, it's a 150cc. What's she, cc. Write? What she write? Uh, A Honda Steed, a 400cc. Okay. Yeah, so oh, it's like so a now cruiser. She's looking down on Yeah, so she's like judging me. It's working. like. Are you kidding me? You've got a cruiser that's too wide to nip through traffic. Do you wear the full leathers onto the... No, (laughs) I'm not ridiculous. I wear wear reflective waterproof. (laughs) It's yellow and you can see me from the fucking moon. (laughs) <laughs> it's and she must love having you along for the ride. Yeah, no, because she's got leather. She wears yeah. these jeans, these rider jeans that's yeah. sort of waterproof, you know, gotcha. the oil base. And um, and then she's got the leather yeah. jacket with all the padding and shit. And uh, yeah, and I'm just flat out and reflective yellow
1: <laughs> in, a, in a safety vest.
0: <laughs> what was? Yeah. It, do you remember?
1: You're at point now. Where it's like if you see a watch, you like it, and it doesn't really matter what brand it is. Yeah. Um, is there have there been a couple of times where I've nailed this gig this was a big thing you know what have I, got memento I,
0: re, yeah I reward myself I've got yeah. reward watches Like you have reward watches yeah right? like I because I don't really I'm not really into shoes or outfits or whatever you know mm-hmm. like that's not my thing like I love sneakers but I think okay. I don't think that's a geek thing I think it's because I'm a lesbian and I'm fat and I really like comfort Comfort. yeah <laughs> I don't think it's and the comfy shoes are yeah 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 it's, it's in the manual right like that's on page one so <laughs> that and the check shirts like you know what do you do? Um, they give you. Is there a starter pack? Yeah, yeah, there is. You get a microwave. You get a microwave and a starter pack uh, and yeah. And, and a then, trailer for your second date. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. That that comes standard. You know, second date if you're slow. Um, <laughs> first one goes well. Why wait for the second one? Um, <laughs> just move in, God damn it. Um No, so if I do something like say now for the Edinburgh trip, I go. Yeah. I've gone, I've done Edinburgh, I did well, Mm -hmm. I sold out a lot of nights and I've sold out more than I didn't so, I get a reward for that, you know, because what do you work for if you don't reward yourself, right? Mm.
1: And yeah. you're self-employed, so you have to reward yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, there's no
0: Christmas bonus. I don't yeah. get a Christmas party and a golden handshake at the gotcha. end of the year, you yeah. know? Yeah.
1: you got to do and your own thing.
0: Exactly. Sure. And then I did well at Soho and I was like, oh, that been well. I should reward myself for that, you know? Yeah. But I, like all this one, I'll just roll it into one big... Sure. Because I've been away from home for like... It's, it'll be close to three months when I go Holy back shit. home. Yeah, because okay. I started in Melbourne, then I went to Auckland, yep. then L.A., then Montreal, then back to L.A., then London, then Edinburgh, then London, Holy then shit. South Africa. Now I'm going back to London, then L.A., and then home. Holy shit. Yeah, so... And what class freaking flyer are you now? Oh, I'm, I'm double elite. Double, I, double know, elite. I don't even, because I'm, I'm elite within New Zealand, but yeah. I don't have bigger than that, so it's like, <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, here's the second. Do you want to know... Oh, no, no. I'm good, thanks. Okay. I'm good. Um. Where, uh. The L.A., did you perform in L.A.? I, I'm going to on the way back. Okay. Yeah.
1: So this is going to be your first time then?
0: Yeah, because I, I just basically, I dropped my family off in L.A. to go to Montreal to go do the festival there. Okay. And then uh, I went back to collect them, because otherwise my wife has to travel with two small kids by yeah, herself, and okay. that's, you know, that's Satan's work. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went back to go get them, and then uh, we flew to London, and then... When it comes to doing comedy, you've you've done comedy here in
1: SA, comedy in NZ, comedy in Oz. Asia. Uh, America tends to be, from from what I've heard in the the conversations I've had with other comics, is that East Coast comedy is a different type to West Coast comedy. But Southern Hemisphere, is it all pretty much the same? You can do the same sort of
0: gear? I do adjust a little bit. Like, I feel... I used to live in the States, yeah. so in my mind, I'm like, I, I kind of think I know what will make them laugh. And you know, now that I've sort of, but you know, you don't know till you get there, and you sort okay. of have to adjust. Mm-hmm. I think it would be foolish to just power through with your, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Fifteen
0: minutes on Trump should be fine, right? Yeah, yeah. See, but I, I, I try and do, and I love to, like, in my one-hour shows, yeah. I would, like, I always say, I, I, touch a little bit on politics, or I say I won't. I yeah. go, look, I don't talk about politics, and then I talk about politics for about ten minutes. And there's, <laughs> but, yeah, but um, I don't really get into politics or anything that they've been bombarded with during the week in yep. the news, because I feel people come to the shows to kind of get away from that shit right. and now you know and no offence people that do that you know they're fucking great I just that's on my buzz I can't yeah. do it so when I'm on stage I, I want to talk about just broad spectrum mm-hmm. stuff I don't want to that's why I never talk about abuse or rape or any of that stuff and right. you know I know people say that, like Should comics joke about rape jokes? Is sort of the most controversial topic. I was uh, had it on the list here. Yeah, Yeah. amongst comedians, that is the most. And I always say, look, if you personally Mm -hmm. have a hilarious story about your own personal rape, then tell it. Mm -hmm. But why would you? make a joke about something that could be the most horrific thing that someone has gone through and now they are just out having a wine and a good night with friends and you you bring it up. Yeah. Why would you fuck their night? So just don't, you know. Mm. Um, And then you always get the rookie comics that go, you were Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is a motherfucking master and you're a fuckwit. Okay? (laughs) So, (laughs) let's keep shit in perspective. He can bring an audience back from the fucking grave. Yeah. You know, so let's not... Let's not bring him up as an example.
1: Considering that you get now exposure, global exposure, so you've got um, stuff you're doing in the US, stuff you're doing in Montreal, UK, there's a particular, hmm, there is a problem that's been recognized in South Africa in relation to some comedians finding gear from overseas, finding it on YouTube, doing a bit of translation stuff, and then... Oh, stealing? Uh, Is that what we're
0: talking about? Well,
1: yeah. yeah, Yeah. Sorry. I've I've, I've danced around it. What do you think about comics stealing other comics I think that's horse
0: shit. And I think, like, even... Okay, this topic has come up. Like, pre-stealing, there's Mm. something else in the industry that has come up that I don't agree with. Mm. Now... They've we were supposed to talk about watches Yeah we'll are good wa- But they better fucking watch out No <laughs> No This is This is kind of like, You know when rookie comics Just start out right yeah so now in New Zealand we've got this group where uh, and we belong to a guild which is great the comedy guild okay. where we all play and, you is that know, just for New Zealand yeah okay. no, but I think it should be global I think every country should have it it's great right. they fight our battles for us they set like a minimum wage like union yeah it's exactly that oh cool and they sort of set the standard if you have any questions you email them you go hey guys this gig has come up we've got a Facebook group that's closed it's just us yeah. and they go hey what do I do? Or what kind of can I charge for this? I'm three years in, I you know, and people go, yeah, charge that or it's whatever. Like a support group, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's oh, really, we and we have a Christmas party every year, so it's really good, and we have, even have awards and stuff. Um, but in that group, it's come up. where we're rookie comics, you know, because I don't have all the gear yet, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, when you start out, you've got the same five minutes, unless yeah. you think you have to write five minutes every week, <laughs> uh, and then you know, you sort of. But you need stage time. So yeah. then to get those two together. So they, this this is a suggestion. Uh, it's commonly a common practice all over the world where Rookie Comics will take pro comics gear mm. and use it. Mm. Just so they can get the stage time. Till they can build up enough skill to okay. write their own stuff. Which I say is the biggest crock of shit mm. I've ever heard in my life. Because that makes you... If you have a crutch, you will use it. Makes you lazy. You, yeah. You need to die on your ass. That's what... You know what? When I just started out, the owner of the comedy club yeah. in, in Auckland, Scott Blank, said to me... He said to me two things. He said, one, you will... Oh, first he said to me, never change your name. <laughs> he said... Yeah, I, I didn't, I've never changed my name, and I think it's great it was. Two, he said to me, you will die on stage, you will die horrible, horrible deaths on stage. He goes, and if you're lucky, it happens early in your career. Okay. So you can learn from it. He goes, but even pros still die. (laughs) He goes, so just take that.
1: When was your first big death, do you remember? In Adelaide.
0: Oh. Adelaide, 2009. You know
1: that, okay.
0: Yeah. I know the woman. <laughs> I was booked to do a corporate oh so by the way don't steal other comics gear because if I find anyone stealing my gear I will come up to you and punch you in the fucking neck right. okay uh, I was in Adelaide nice
1: th- that's a great segue you, you. <laughs> I just
0: thought I should clean <laughs> Let's cle- wrap this clean cut up. that okay, yeah. cool. so I'm in Adelaide 2009 yeah. for the Adelaide Fringe yeah. massive fringe uh, I find that extremely hard but extremely rewarding festival I've only I've done it three years my first three years in comedy I thought yeah. everyone just went over to Australia and did all the festivals then later I discovered nobody did but I would already put in the hard work and I've done every festival that Australia's right. got
1: well. Gimpy mustard
0: no okay. Let's think, get don't, let's, let's not get crazy so
1: that's Sam's gear
0: sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was punch bunch in the neck <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway yeah, so, mm. so I'm in Adelaide and this guy I was there the year before this guy saw me, he goes, You should come and do a corporate. Now I had an hour, I had maximum maybe an hour and fifteen minutes of gear. Yeah. He goes, Come and do a corporate for me. Yeah. I'll give you cash in hand on the night, which tax man, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um and he, he goes paid for your parking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But really expensive in Adelaide. <laughs> and then he goes, I'll give you cash in hand, uh you come for an hour. Yeah. It, it's in the old uh, there's an old bank in Adelaide that is now a tea room, okay. or it was then, and it could seat heaps of people. It's a massive marble building, oh, wow. and the ceiling's like three f- st- stories high. It's the worst building for comedy because oh, the yeah, sound this... just evaporates. Right. Anyway, I didn't give a shit. I didn't know at that point you know, how important what is. Yeah. Uh, I'm standing on a little ledge right in front of the band's gear. Yeah. It yeah. can't really move. I have to do an hour while well, all of these people going to do an hour at a corporate, right? Yeah. Where there's 80 tables of ten people per table. Oh so it's ridiculous. There's like there's just people everywhere. And I get up, maybe there wasn't that many, but it felt like that. Many. And I get up and I start and I'm about ten minutes in. Yeah. They're eating while I'm doing which is also oh, death, 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 death. So this woman puts her hand up. She's just in the front. I like very polite, just puts her hand up and I go.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: what do you do? Like, everyone. This is
1: not question time.
0: So she stands up and she goes, Excuse me, can you leave? I go, What? <laughs> like, and I'm just blown away. Like, I just started calling. I wasn't even in it for a year. And I'm just sort of looking at her. I'm not sure what to say. Because at this point, I wasn't even doing crowd interaction with any of my gigs. I was just. Right. I'd never even emceed a gig. I just sort of did my so gig. Yeah. Right. And before I could say anything to her, the woman on this side going shut the fuck up Jane and I went <laughs> and then someone else go, yeah sit down Jane and I was like oh they want you to just shut the fuck up and sit down and she's like no and then the owner of the tea room standing in the back Raul and I go he's, he's from Brooklyn in New York and I yeah.
1: go
0: she wants me to leave what do I do like oh, honestly just in the microphone mm-hmm. fine. he goes I booked you for this gig this is your gig you tell her to fuck off if you want her to fuck off so I go Jane you need to fuck off <laughs> and she just napkin down grabbed her bag left with about eight other people from a table and oh, two people shit. just sat there looking down at their plates and I was like two of them aren't with you Jane <laughs> and then as she got to the door I'm like add me on Facebook let's be friends <laughs> and that's it then she left And after like, But then The woman that initially said Shut uh, the fuck up Jane yeah. She said to me, You carry on Dad." We'll listen So I just wow. Then I finished a one hour show In 35 minutes <laughs> I just said Thank you Because it was just Just silence So we uh-huh. just This is now A pity You know They were just listening Nobody listen. wanted Yeah oh, So I just shit. Thank you I went I got my cash I said to Because I, I was Booked for the two nights I go yeah. I cannot come back I'm not doing this shit. He goes, fuck you, lady. (laughs) He goes, I booked you for two nights. You're doing two nights. You get back on the fucking horse. I'll see you tomorrow night. And he just walked away from me. And I was like, okay. So the next night. (laughs) And you're a year in. Year in. So the next night I went back. I found out who this lady was. She was the weather girl, local weather girl. She used to be from South Australia (laughs) back in the 70s. So anyway, I went back. You have five new minutes again. Yeah. Uh, she's in my book she's featuring in my book <laughs> Ashla Kahn sorry uh, what was uh, what Rolling was with the Punchlines what Rolling um, with the Punchlines yeah. that would be a book buy. that is my book yeah Roll. you can get it on Kindle or order it order it online okay yeah, let's yeah. We'll make sure that Yeah, in. yeah just get that in there Rolling with the Punchlines <laughs> anyway so she's in there um, and then the next night I went back and I had the best gig yeah. still one of the top 10 gigs of my life and then when I came off stage Robert gave me my cash and a whole packet of weed and he said you fucking earned this go smoke the shit out of it which I did not, because... That's illegal. That's illegal. Yeah. Really good shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you heard. So you heard. Yeah, no, no. So the <laughs> tech said... <laughs> 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 you know... So uh, after a
1: harrow, Like, your first proper death? Yeah. Highest night of your life. Yeah, the highest night, night. Yeah,
0: but uh, now I'm still like... Was it just because it was so horrific the first uh. night? But, you know, what? it doesn't matter. I, I learned a lot from that death mm-hmm. on stage. And just to... And now I'm like I'm very honest with my audience. Mm-hmm. If something comes up, like even in Edinburgh now, um, a woman passed out in the room, and you I was that funny. No, the, the room is that hot. Oh shit! You've not been to Edinburgh, friend. <laughs> and I just went, um, we've got a medical medical emergency in the room, guys. So just let's huddle out. And mm-hmm. then five of them got up, carried her out. Two doctors in the room went and had a look, and we carried on with the show. Right. Yeah, so I'm just real honest with, you know, but everything from, if something's mm-hmm. not going right, I go, well, Dad did not bloody work.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's you yeah, see Eddie Izzard do all the time. He'll yeah. just lay an egg, and then he'll yeah. make a mental note. He'll even notice, like, say, okay, that one did not work, yeah.
0: and everybody's in on the joke. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. So, and I think it works. I think honesty mm-hmm. works with him. Okay. Like, I never say anything, like, I never say to I'm super nervous. I'll say it at the end. Like, when I did my first night at Soho, at mm-hmm. the end of the night, I said, you guys were great, thank you. Yeah. I was absolutely bricking it backstage. Uh, this is my first night <laughs> yeah. in London, but you were you were amazing. You knew exactly what to do. Yeah. And then, um, so I tell them at the end, because I think they need to trust you mm-hmm. up there. They need to trust that you know what you're doing, yeah. even if you have
1: no fucking clue what you're doing. There's um, a local comedian, Tumi Morocco. She's yeah. now on um, radio in the mornings. She's got um, got her own article she's writing. Uh, she'd been doing the traps, finally got her own... One woman show. Yeah. Was there first night? Happened to get seats front row yeah. and sort of left to center. Yeah. So she killed. She yeah. absolutely destroyed. There was a bit of heckling. She turned that into amazing stuff. Yeah. At the end of it, she walked. It's actually Jason Goliath was her warm up act. Yeah. It. Wow. And when she walked off stage, she collapsed into his arms as a nervous wreck. Yeah. But unless she was sitting in the right position, couldn't see it. There was not a chance you would have seen it. And he hugged her and it was. You're all good. You're all good. Cool. Now get back out there. And she prepped herself. She walked back out. You couldn't tell. Yeah. You could not tell. And it was the confidence of. Yeah. Just getting it in through the moment. Yeah. And that was that to me, kind of sort of. I've I've seen the vulnerable side of. Yeah, you seen behind took. the door. Yeah. yeah. I saw what this took. Mm. And now that actually made a bit more respect. Yeah. So doing it at the end, it it um, just. Do you find that sort of honesty helps with an audience?
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I, I think um, they almost want to know. They don't know they want to know. but Because it's a very intimate thing, isn't yeah. it? When you're sitting in a room, they're sitting in the dark. They're yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. Because, you know, the number one fear in the world is public speaking. The number two is death. Yeah. So I don't get it. Yeah. I know. But I reckon the number one should be listening to someone mm. else making jokes. Because when you walk out on stage, like mm. I get really bad stage fright. Well, when I walk out, what? and I, yeah, I look at my audience and I go, they're more afraid of me than I am of them. It's that whole spider thing, yeah, you know? Okay. And I go, they're scared. People are scared of being picked on. Yeah. they don't want to sit in the front yeah. and even the ones that go I'm going to sit in the front yeah. as soon as you walk out they have that moment just that split second the where fear. your eyes meet their eyes and they go I don't know this one mm-hmm. it could go tits up at any point <laughs> <laughs> and you can you see the fear and you just mm-hmm. kind of have to you know mm-hmm. you, you just have to you ha- you're you the professional Right. you need to be confident on stage and make them mm-hmm. believe you're confident and that they're in good hands mm-hmm. and nothing will happen to them for that time that you're on stage, you can so only the, get that skill from practice too. Yeah, stage time. Stage time is the that is the master. That's university, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's university yeah. for a comic. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Coffee. Yeah.
1: So coffee here is shit.
0: Yeah. Best to be fair, hand? coffee is shit in Edinburgh and in London too. I even really? went to Flat White yeah. in London, the Australian slash yeah. New Zealand, and it was awful. The um, machine was dirty, so you can taste the yeah. burn of the bean. You are a snot. Yeah, man. Look at you. <laughs> and, and it was too hot. Yeah. It was too hot. Um, across the board, they just mm-hmm. they burn the milk. I don't know why. But you know what? I find if if there's an older generation living in an area, or yeah. that the baristas serve an older clientele, mm-hmm. the coffee is always too hot. Yeah. Because older people like lava coffee. <laughs> yeah. Because I think their mouse is busy dying isn't yes. it so they need to kick that heat you know do you
1: how do you feel on um, giving your barista some advice never after, I ever? never
0: do no huh? no okay I uh, if I thought it would work I might
1: really?
0: okay. yeah yeah no, no if sorry you about look, you
1: burnt this one no if you
0: look in your barista's eyes it's dead <laughs> it's dead behind there <laughs> 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 look what. when do they deal with people people go get coffee because they fucking need it right so by the time you get to your birthday, you're like flat white no. and, and yeah and then you look and especially like in bigger cities like Melbourne Sydney yeah. Auckland they even in Wellington to an extent they they need to know your name mm-hmm. so they can put it on the cup what's your name but you can tell there's like zero fucks left to give you know <laughs> and you panic you, you know and, and there's a lot of panic involved in ordering coffee because there's tension on that side of the counter mm-hmm. there's tension on this side why do they ask your fucking name when you're just standing there I'm not going to take my eye off the cup for a second as it goes through I'm waiting for it yeah. but they only deal with us when we need that coffee now like you don't in, in during the day when you go ah, I could go either way yeah. you don't go to a barista if you could go either way, you'll drink anything. Yeah. But when you go to that barista, because mm-hmm. you fucking need it. I've never thought of
1: of going to a barista as, like, combat.
0: It is. It is combat. Mm-hmm. And you know what? 90% of the people that talk to them are on their phones or yeah. texting. And so that, they just look up they go, disrespect. flat white? Yeah. Distract- How rude is that? Okay. How rude is that? Yeah. So I always make sure my phone's away. I go, good morning. Could I have flat white, please? My name's Ursula. Mm-hmm. Or I, I usually mm-hmm. come up with a different name. I never yeah. say Ursula because it's... It's unfair to give them a difficult yeah, name. It. Yeah, <laughs> and then they go what? So you go Susan or Julie or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep it brief. All right. All right. What's uh, what are the keys? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, all right. So you've had a big gig. Yeah. Big gig. You're out. Comics might need some time to wind down after yeah. a, after a good gig. What is your go-to order after a after a gig to wind down?
0: You know what? I have a coffee. Yeah? Yeah, I usually have a coffee after a gig. Yeah? If I, like, because I'm not a big drinker, Mm -hmm. like I used to be. I'm not anymore, but... um, Oh, you're a a responsible parent. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, you get older and you don't bounce back from your hangovers (laughs) as much. But I, because I don't drink before a gig, Mm -hmm. um, because I just feel it makes me run too hot, then I get sweaty. And um, then after the gig, I'm still sort of... Then now I'm at a point where... I try and get out before the audience gets out, you know, Um, and then, so I don't really get the opportunity to drink, so I go home, Mm -hmm. make a coffee, um, and then I'll... So you'll
1: make your own at home?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah! I'm a really good barista. Okay. Yeah, I too oh, what, have an with attitude your problem. With your pods? No, oh, no, fuck! That's not <laughs> real, Jesus! What? Are, what's happening? What the? F- I just that I, is I not real. The pods, the I pods, is not a thing. If you're at home right now and and you are listening to this and in your kitchen you have one of those pod machines, you need to get up, walk over to that machine, rip it the fuck out of the wall, and go outside and throw it in the bin. And all those pods, you need to take a good hard look at yourself because it's fucking the environment. I don't even care. About the environment but those pods are from Satan <laughs> it's not real <laughs> it's compressed it's old mm-hmm. it's not you don't know the joy of taking mm-hmm. a fresh bean yeah. and grinding just what you need mm-hmm. not a whole fucking truckload of it yeah. just what you need for yeah. your thing compressing it getting that just the right amount of not dusty just the mm-hmm. right amount of thin and then putting it in oh. Squeezing it, pushing it, getting that double espresso through, and then just getting the milk right. I prefer during the day, I only have long blacks okay. because otherwise, too much milk. You yeah. know, then it, um, I'm already a big unit, I don't need to be drinking 18 litres of milk a day
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a baby. Um, what do you think of stuff like uh, bulletproof coffee? You've heard of that? That's where they're adding the that. fat, fat to the coffee, as in butter. Here is some butter, and we're going to blend it with the coffee. Yeah. Not, your, not your Look, game? I
0: feel like we've covered that when I said don't fuck with it if it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, if the bean, the bean is already the gift. It's already, right. like, you just shouldn't even put sugar in there. Mm-hmm. It, it is perfect. If you, if you like a sweet coffee, yeah. then you need a different bean. roaster. Yeah, you need a different bean. Um, if you like, you know, so you, you shouldn't go for sugar. You shouldn't pollute it. It is mm. perfect as it is. Right. Like a perfect... <laughs>
1: uh I'm now we we name each of the podcasts. So I'm now trying to the perfect titty podcast. Yeah. Maybe with... Uh, coffee
0: titty coffee titty podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> coffee titty geekery. All right, cool, yeah.
0: we'll do that.
1: Uh-huh. There's their coffee um, titty.
0: Watch out, see, because it's a watch. They Yeah. Wow, yeah.
1: you are good. Thank you. This is this now. now I know I'm working with a pro. What um, have you got a preferred? every city you go to. So if I'm going to Melbourne, this is the place I'm going for my coffee.
0: Yes. Well, in Melbourne, it used to be Brunetti's, but now they've... Change the whole square, but you can still get to Brunetti's. But uh, there's a few hotels actually that. But Melbourne, you're really lucky, like you can sort of hit anywhere. The same with New Zealand, basically everywhere you go, even wild bean cafes. To be fair, I've never tried a wild bean cafe in South Africa. Uh, Okay, you don't sound promising. All right. But like, even they are really good in uh, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's sort of. The
1: recommendation I'd give from a chain is Seattle Coffee. Okay. Seattle Coffee Company. I've heard that, actually. Um, There's there's actually one this side of the road. It closed at 6 p.m. Yeah. This is more of a business district. Yeah. But um, Seattle Coffee to be a fan of that because i do the i do the breves with yeah. the, the half cream yeah and they generally don't burn it and that's the key perfect Just that don't is don't burn
0: key. it it's not hard yeah you know what most of those coffee machines come with a little thermostat that they never fucking use <laughs> but it's not even hard if you this is a simple trick if you're at home and you've got a um, coffee machine and you go uh-huh. it's in the too hard basket when you've got the little tin you know the the thing for the milk right yeah. and you're frothing it just keep your finger, the soft bit of, of your finger, your mm-hmm. index or your middle finger, just hold it against where the milk is. As soon yeah. as it feels like oh oh it's getting hot now, That's it's enough. One. Okay. Yeah. Because now when you're when I walk into a cafe, I can smell. I go, oh this is gonna be shit. And then I don't order from there. Then <laughs> you turn around and walk out? Yeah, because no. you can smell, you go, oh yeah, the beans are too mm-hmm. toasted or not toasted or you know, but usually mm-hmm. the milk. The milk hits you like Oh, no, this is going to be awful. Even now, when they put that coffee down, uh, yeah. far from it being too hot, you mm-hmm. can see with the froth on top, yeah. it was a bad froth because it was burnt. Mm-hmm. It was almost a fucking custard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what is, uh, I sound like how was asshole. Montreal? How was Montreal? Amazing. At- Very French. Yeah. Very French. Yeah. I wasn't prepared it's for how French. Diet
1: really?
0: huh? Is it full French or diet French? Well, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Bogan French. Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? It sounds like duck French. When you listen to f- to people that's from France yeah. and they speak French, you're like, ooh, b- 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 it's sexy. It's yeah. like you're like, fuck, that's that's nice. Yep. Then you hear people from Quebec and they're like, back back back' like, oh, that's <laughs> fucking duck French. <laughs> they were lovely though. Yeah. You know, a terrible coffee too. Even Starbucks was all well, um, you've got, Starbucks is in New Zealand. Starbucks is usually shit, though. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Starbucks.
1: We ended up going to the beans whenever we go because it's overpriced as well. Yeah. So you just ask. You know what? Can I have the daily brew, and mm-hmm. I'll top up with a bit of milk on my own. Yeah.
0: You know, that, yeah. Just have an that americano. Fridge. That's your your base bet actually yeah. with most. Yeah. And if you
1: find yourself in a Starbucks. Yeah. And you can't get out.
0: Yeah. Even <laughs> at a Seven Eleven in Australia, if yeah. you go, okay, this is going to be. I just need that hit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't wipe out my family um i just need the caffeine then you just go in and you go yeah. americana mm-hmm. bit of milk and you're good to go
1: cool can i may i ask about yeah. the plebiscite in odds yeah what would be <laughs> is there, there i don't think there's a message that you can say to people who don't get it yeah no you know but what is, is there anything we can do
0: you know what the only thing it's a long term thing that I can think of that would be a solution because I, I read all the comments you know that people yeah. and all the stuff of why people should vote no and I'm like you know they go gay people should not get married and all of this and then I think I want someone they love I want their children even one of their kids mm. to be super gay to just turn into super gay and then that really wants to get married mm-hmm. and they can't and then that that super gay child should be so fucking sad that it makes that parent that votes no so depressed and they go, Fuck, I can't believe I'm doing this to my child. Yeah. That's what I want. But I you know what, I look at it and I go because the the main argument is it'll change marriage. Like it's a as a man and a woman. Because New like, Zealand's
1: gone to shit after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And I go, you know what? i I got married in two thousand and fourteen, mm. and all my neighbours are still married. My brother and sister still married. My brother actually said he feels more married today yeah. than he felt back in the day yeah. when we got married. So our marriage has actually helped his marriage. His right. wife I, still thinks he's a fuckwit, but you know, like he feels <laughs> really married. Yeah, so. And, he, might, he may listen to this, so is it yeah. okay that you... Oh, mate, yeah. Know? No, he okay. knows he's a fuckwit. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, we did get him that apron for Christmas that says, I'm a fuckwit. So, you know, I think the message is he should, clear. You
1: should know it by now. He, yeah, he I knows. I was actually having a, a chat today. They were talking about, um, from a business perspective, um, extended um, extended life, that yeah. there's 15,000 people in South Africa that now are over the age of 100. Oh, fuck and that. I, I,
0: <laughs> but the idea
1: is I don't know which country he mentioned it but the idea is that now that instead of marriage just being here you've signed it and it's done until mm. whatever they're now setting time limits yeah. that you can choose to renew yeah. after 10 years
0: yes. is that a what are your feelings on you that? know what I'm just look I if, if it ever comes in I'll keep renewing mm-hmm. you know regardless yeah because I just oh, like we're at the 10 year mark now okay. that we've been together and I just uh, congratulations thank you we've got a mortgage together um, you know and um, we've got a dog together and I've put in too much work so even if I'm not 100% happy I'm not fucking walking away from that because mm-hmm. you know you don't work on something yeah. it's like sc- like making a sculpture yeah. right sometimes it takes years right mm-hmm. and a lot of people can't immediately see what you're doing or, you know the vision yeah. that you have but you know like what you have to do and how to put the clay on where and mm-hmm. um you know and even sometimes you go fucking hell i should set this piece of shit on fire Uh, I mean uh, the sculpture not your wife and uh, (laughs) (laughs) but then tomorrow yeah Yeah. then you just take some time off and you sort of go back and you go oh yeah all right, you know Mm -hmm. and you start working on it again and Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it is so once you've put in too much I think there's a kind of like that seven year itch thing That's real But I think that's You need to pull the pin then Because once you got over that You've put too much work And then you just look like an idiot Yeah, You look like an idiot Mm -hmm. People that get divorced After 45 years I have no respect for you Because you know Those people would have known Three years Mm -hmm. in Christ I should not be With this moron But they push through They push through Mm -hmm. And then 45 years When they All their fucking is done Right You've done your fucking Mm -hmm. What are you going to do now Uh, You're old You're not going to go out fucking now You need
1: someone Who can change your nappy Am I right Yeah
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool we are
1: coming up to the hour. All right. Thank you so much for, especially after, after working. <laughs> out yeah,
0: no, and, look, there was a like, full-on 18 minutes. 18 <laughs> to 20.
1: You've actually gone three <laughs> times that
0: length.
1: <like>, yeah. Actually, <laughs> uh, if you could, from, from all your experiences, mm. um, we tend to have some people who are trying to be, uh, they're getting into the creative market, they're getting into whatever geek interests they are, mm. you might even trying to make a business out of it. Yeah. What... One piece of wisdom or lesson that you've learned, would you think would be the best that you would want to share with people who might want to even take the jump into trying to get into comedy? What piece of advice would you give?
0: Well, what I always say to rookie comics when mm. I, um, you know, sort of host the open mic, whatever, mm. I, I pass on that same that Scott said to me: yes. don't change your name um, unless you're a what? character what is, comic. What is with that? I don't know. Or is it just I... it is who you are? Oh, that's sort of his thing, I guess, because okay. I, he's seen so many people come through and yeah. changing their names to weird things, and All he's right. like, don't do it. All right. Um, um, so, and so now when I look at it, I go, that's great, because I know some character comics that mm-hmm. fucking hate their characters, oh. they just want to work as them, yeah. but they're not famous. Nobody wants to see them. They want to see the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, I'm
1: thinking of somebody like Chopper.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know what his feel, feelings on it, but I did. Mm. I do know he got some shit from the actual chopper and his family. Oh, like no they, shit, yeah, man. they threatened him a bit. But oh. he's a sort of more than a character, and it? it's like yeah. a completely different comic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so so I say that and then about you will die embrace it learn from it and then um, I always say because you know it's weird but when rookie comics start especially the boys they go filthy they say the worst filth on stage that's where you hear rape jokes you hear all this the weirdest shit on stage and I always go when you just start out talk about what you know and talk like your mum's in the room every fucking night (laughs) Because if you anyone, because there's a big difference between yeah. haha and ho ho. You, you know when the oh. audience out there goes ho 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 ho, they're not enjoying. It. They go fuck this is some filthy shit. Right. So keep it clean because you can always light it, and that's where the Louis CK thing comes in. Where they because it's always them that go. Well, Louis CK talks about shitting on someone. And I'm like, um, so do clean gear, yeah. and then later when you realise. It's sort of, you're playing with the audience. You, there's an energy in the room, yeah. you know. You're giving to them, they're giving to you. And then you can change that energy by one thing that you say. Right. But if you, can, if you know the art to bring them back, mm. then um, you can drop the fills in then. But sure. that's just after, you know, a few years of a lot of stage time when mm. you've sort of, you know, and you know yourself, your stage self. Yeah. Yeah, so keep it clean in the beginning. Keep that's it. what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for time. I really do no appreciate worries. it. I know you didn't have a lot of time here, and uh, oh, yes. this was a late call. So. Yeah. But thank you very no, much No, this for is time. good
0: fun. Thank oh, you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. up. free. That was Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP.
1: That's what the chain of command is, it's a chain I go get and beat you with till you understand who's in rotten command here.
0: To contact the show, you can email us at releasethegeek, one word, at geekxp.co.za. Thanks for listening. I'll be back.